0: hey everyone um thank you for everyone who's taken the time to listen to my very first episode um i just want to say that i'm so grateful and humbled to everyone who has given me some very positive supportive kind encouraging words and feedback um Because I'm not going to lie, this was really hard for me to decide to go through with doing this podcast. Um, I've been sitting on it and weighing on it heavily for like the last almost year. And it's just been weighing very heavy on my heart. Um, It's really kind of hard to put yourself out there and expose yourself in the raw expose something so dark that you went through in your life you know you never know what people are going through from the outside they can just look so put together and got their shit together (laughs) but inside they're just falling apart and just hanging by a thread to keep keep it all together and keep their family together um, you know, it's a struggle enough in the world ro- the real world to be like that. And then to have to deal with such a toxic relationship, a sociopath, a narcissist, a con man on top of it all. You know, the struggle is real. That's for sure. I struggled big time. Um it's been a very humbling experience. And this is definitely my story. This is my story. This is my truth. I just want to help someone else that is may find themselves in this situation and they're just not sure. Or they may be getting ready to step into a situation like this. So it's like, stop. <clears throat> Don't do it. Don't waste your time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had a really hard time deciding to do this. I'm going forward. I just wasn't sure how people would, um, react, how they would perceive it. Um, honestly, this is my truth. So where we left off, um, so I started dating my narcissist, and they start with the love bombing, just love bombing where it's just like, you're just it, you're just their everything. You're like, l- life, was, life was in black and white for me for so long. And then you came into my life and made it full of color um, is what he would tell me. <clears throat> and later on, did I find out, that's actually a line from a movie. I think it's a Humphrey Bogart film. And I found that out too along the way through this process that a lot of these types of individuals use lines out of movies or songs um, because they actually can't describe or feel the depth of love that you or I feel um, because they're emotionally detached they're detached. So they're trying to make it up. And they're grasping at lines from movies and and cards and songs so that they can just really like try to sweep you off your feet. Cause it's what they do. They sweep you off your feet. You know, you're just like, wow, you know, this guy really loves me or this girl really loves me. Um, and, and they just make you feel like you're like the world just food just tasted better with you that was another thing he would say um and it's just you know not having this like such dramatic romantic uh feelings and all these things happening at you it's just like wow like you just feel like this is just amazing this is my soulmate oh you know this is the person i'm supposed to be with because they really make you feel like that now that's love bombing and that's another thing that these um narcissists do um now rewind i go back to calling my narcissist he he wasn't just a narcissist He was a sociopathic narcissist. Now, we went and we would see a therapist who later on diagnosed him as a sociopath narcissist. Now, the reason why he's just not a narcissist, because a typical narcissist is just, they're not so much into any criminal element. Now, my narcissist was also in criminal element and was doing things and had done things before I ever met him and had a felony on, on his record that I wasn't even really clear about or sure of. I was lied to. Um, I was blindsided. I was gaslighted. Um, you can look up those terms online if you research gaslighting from a narcissist. Um, but I'll go into that later in another episode. It's a whole nother thing. I mean, this this is just <laughs> this is a whole huge arena. Um, but, uh, no, he, he is a sociopath narcissist because he, he, he likes to dabber in criminal activity. Um, now back to our story. So, you know, the dating was awesome. The romantic dinners, I would go to his apartment and I was like, wow, like his apartment was awesome. Like this guy has it together he really seemed to have it together you know he would cook for me uh, make me filet mignon and and great wine and just like really like wooed me and I've never ever been wooed like that before so it was awesome you know I really thought and he's older he was older than me so I thought you know what I felt like I really found the one a man guy who's wanting to get married, wants the whole thing. That's really how he portrayed himself to be. I mean, his apartment was clean. He was very organized. And people who know me know I'm very anal and very organized. So that was awesome. (laughs) Um, It was just so nice that I actually thought for a minute there because I remember one time going into his bathroom and there were bath and body work soaps and the loofahs and i was like okay is this guy does he got a girlfriend does a woman live here or is he gay okay sorry total stereotyping no i mean in all honesty that part was true it was his stuff he just he was a very metro Guy, You know, just very metro, very GQ, like tailored, polished down. So, okay. You know, that's fine. Never been around that before like that with a guy with a loofah. But, okay, whatever, you know. I love clean-smelling men. (laughs) Tailored men. So, I went with it. Um, Now, there were some times where I felt... Just not right. Something in my gut just didn't feel right. Now I know that was my just that was my discernment. That was my intuition telling me, or the Holy Spirit telling me, something's not right. Um, and sometimes it would get that feeling would get so strong that I would have anxiety being around him. Um, so I did break up with him often. You know, I would go back and forth and back and forth. Uh, I remember one time, you know, he was so dramatic and telling me, if, you know, if you, if you don't get back together with me, you know, I'm just going to go back to Europe. I'm just going to go back and go home to Europe because there's nothing here for me. Um, and so he put that pressure on me. He told me he had bought a, a plane ticket to go back to Europe. And then he was just very drama, very dramatized, very like a movie. So he calls me, he's like, meet me at the Mission Inn tonight. If you're not here by midnight, then I, I know we're not meant to be together and I'm just gonna go fly back to Europe. I've already got my ticket. So I had that weighing on me and I almost, you know, I really weighed it out. I was like, okay, this guy's kinda intense. It's kind of cool, but it's kind of scary. And I just, I didn't know how to process it. I didn't know if it was, if I should consider it a compliment or real love, true love. You know, I was just confused out of my mind. So, you know, well, we know how the story goes. I ended up going and... He didn't end up going back to Europe, obviously. Um, I don't even think he really ever bought a plane ticket. (laughs) In fact, I'm 100% sure he didn't. It's just lies. That's what these people do to try to get their way. And he did. He got his way. Um, So we dated and became, you know got closer we we just ended up going from there and um we were ready to move in together we had put money down on a home um that we were going to move into together and uh I remember I remember probably the day before we were going to move in And we were at my place. We were already, we were packed and we were going to move into this house, but we were at my house. It was early in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning. And I get a call. You get that call. And it was from a woman. Um, and she was telling me, she was asking me if he was there. And I'm like, well, yeah. And then she said, look. I'm so and so. We've been seeing each other for like the last year. We're engaged to be married. Um, and I'm, uh, and I'm, what'd she say? Eight weeks pregnant. And I was just like, what? Um, it was just very confusing to me. Um, I didn't know what to do. I remember him grabbing the phone from me. And him talking to her, like, what are you doing? You know, what are you talking about? We're not together anymore. Um, It was just pretty crazy. It was very crazy. And he um, ended up being able to talk his way through that one. Um, it's just, it's insane because the things that they say, they're just such good liars. Master manipulators. Things made sense. Um, so he was able to talk his way out of that one. Um, we ended up moving into this place. Um, never heard from her again. Uh, now, now that I know who she is and everything, it's, um, you know, she didn't have the baby. Um I don't know a hundred percent if she was pregnant, but she didn't have the baby i she probably was pregnant um but it didn't come to term um I don't know what happened in that situation right there, and I don't want to elaborate on it because I don't know, and I don't wanna offend or include anybody in this because this is my story, you know. I don't want to hash this person's story, but, um, God, I wish I would have listened to her now in hindsight, but you know, the heart wants what the heart wants, right? So, so we end up moving in and we're living together, cute little home. Um, things are going pretty good. Um, and there's a lot more. I mean, I just, I'm trying to go step by step, but, uh, you know, that's, um, I think that's where I'm going to end it right now. And then my next podcast, I'm going to talk about how living together went, how we ended up getting engaged, um, little things that happened here and there, uh, cause it doesn't happen all at once. They don't expose themselves um all at once it's definitely step by step by step and you get sucked in and before you know it it's too late and you're too far in and you're you you're all intertwined and you're so entangled together that it's really hard to get out especially when there's a child involved um believe me I know some of you are probably gonna listen and think, "How did I let it go for so long? And how could I have been so stupid?" Um, and believe me, i I've questioned myself many times, <laughs> but um, like I said, it was it, there were no huge signs until it was too late for me. You know, I had our son. I got threatened all the time that if I would leave him, he would take our son and go back to Europe and I could figure out how to see him. That scared me. That scared the hell out of me because I believe this person because he was just out of his mind and I could see him doing something like that. So that is why I stayed in it longer than I should have because I was scared. I was scared of my son being abducted um and then me not not knowing how to ever see him again it's a really scary thought so just let that sit with you let that thought sit with you you know and see how you would handle it you know remember i've never dealt with this type of personality with people like this at all ever in my life so it was pretty horrific and traumatizing for me and my son and um you know I just I can't I couldn't process how someone could be so evil because I'm not like that I am not like that I, I couldn't even look at myself if I ever treated anyone the way I was treated. You know, um, it's, he didn't have a bad life. He had a very good life, a very good home, a good wife, a beautiful son. You know, he had everything. But it still wasn't enough. It was not enough. And narcissists have such a huge ego. They have such an insatiable appetite for everything. Like everything's got to be grandiose. Everything's got to be huge. It's all balls out. Or it's not good enough. Even sometimes that's not even good enough. I was never good enough. I didn't love him the way he needed to be loved I didn't put him on a pedestal the way other woman women put him in a pedestal I didn't um, (sighs) it just was never enough it was always my fault and just remember it's not your fault it's them they're missing a hole there's a hole in them that just can't be filled it's missing within them and they will never be able to fill it. Cause no one can fill that hole. Only the Lord. But this person didn't even believe in the Lord. You know, you just you can't feel that hole for them. And that's what they're doing, is they're moving on from victim to victim to to just constantly try to feel that emptiness and that empty hole, but it's never going to be filled. And they're going to continue to abuse and hurt people along the way. It just doesn't stop. This person I was married to had two other wives before me. He has another son out there my son has a half brother out there that he doesn't even have a relationship with because his dad didn't have a relationship with him and now he's doing the same thing to our son it's just it's a pattern you'll see patterns with these types of individuals you can see the emotional detachment the selfishness they put their own selfish needs ahead of anyone else there's there's impulsivity they're very impulsive they don't think before they do anything. It's just all about me, me, me. And if you get in the way of that, you're, you're the monster. You're the one. Everything he ever did to me, he turned it all around and said, I did it all to him. I was the one having all these affairs. I was the one who, who, stole his business I took his son away from him it's not true it was my business my business to start he worked for me sometimes when he wasn't out philandering around and being with other women while I'm working and trying to provide for the family (sighs) you know I was not out having affairs he was having multiple affairs. He would... That's a whole nother episode, which we are going to get into, you know. Um, down to Liam's swim coach. My son's swim coach. Um, to a neighbor. Probably, actually, three neighbors <laughs> that I can think of. It's just... It's just a really really horrific traumatizing experience that I went through and I hope I hope I can help someone don't waste your time I wasted so much of my time all I wanted was a family that family unit I wanted another child I wanted my son to have a sibling but as soon as these red flags popped up I did, I was too scared to have another child um So at least I started catching on, (laughs) you know, and I didn't go and have another child with this person. You know, my son is a blessing, that is for sure. And there's a reason why I went through all of this, and it's because he was supposed to be here. I love him so much, and him and I are so bonded, and I am a very good mother, which My ex-husband kept telling everyone behind my back I was a horrible mother and he would just bash me and slander me every which way possible. Even to some of my own friends who became his friends because of me. He was even able to twist their minds and get some of them against me or thinking twice about me. People who have known me since high school. That's where I'm saying these manipulators are so good. They are so good that they can even turn your closest friends against you. And some from other stories I've heard family members. It's just, it's insane. It is just insane. Um, But I'm just rambling on and I'm sorry. And thank you for taking the time to listen to me. Um, I'm going to continue on with my story next week. And I will continue where I left off, which is when we were living together and then how we got engaged and then we'll go into the marriage and how that went and how I finally started seeing some red flags and some very questionable things. Um, Just remember, if you're feeling it in your gut and something's not right, we all have that sense we all have that what seventh sense it's it's god it's the holy spirit trying to tell you that this person or this situation is not right it's not safe you're not in a good place and i ignored it i will never do that again um but if you ever have that listen to it and think twice um Anyways, thank you everyone for listening. I will catch up with you guys next week. Um, Have an awesome day and, you know, God bless you all. Thank you.